As I grow older in this world, I'm starting to recognize that there are people put in place just to oppose you. And it would be for the most smallest things from your race to your ethnicity to your gender. They're going to find ways to make your life miserable, even if what you're doing is peaceful. It has nothing to do with them. So if many of you may not know, but I have a club that I run. And unfortunately, for one of our Zoom meetings, and we had Zoom bombers and they came in and they sexually harassed us all online. And it was just a disturbance. And it may, it just once again reiterates that Black women need to be protected because even in the spaces that we create to uplift ourselves, people will still have the nerve to come and disrespect. With the Meg and Tory drama that's going on and he released his um, tape talking about his point of view of the whole thing. I wasn't there, but one thing I can say is that his response to the whole situation pushes a narrative of luring how black women are seen in society today. And that, that in my friend is something I cannot handle. Someone trying to profit over another person's trauma? Absolutely not. And this is why it's important to have self-respect because when these people on this earth who are planned to oppose you whichever way that they can, it is honestly up to you to say that I am more deserving than this whole situation and that you are above it because if we don't have that sense of self-respect, we're going to get duck and ruminate and start to believe the words that these people are saying about us. And for those of us who are called with their passions, their interests, there's going to be many people like this out here. And I want all my women, especially black women, to know that no matter who's harassing you, talking about lies, you can and you will succeed. No matter if there's Zoom bombers, CEOs saying no, networking people denying you. You, you just got to keep pushing and know that you are the shit. Hello, hello, everyone, 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 and welcome to the 22nd podcast of Alternative Talks. Once again and always, I will be your host, Selecta. Sarah. And once again, and always, I am so excited to be behind the mic and just talking to you guys, chatting about you guys. I'm chatting about who am I chatting about? I'm not chatting about you guys, but I'm chatting about the world that we live in and the things that we feel. So enough of me rambling. Let's jump in right to the episode. This week's song is Feeling Ways by Mia Blue. She's a Toronto artist with an Enrichian background. She's an alternative soul singer and songwriter, and she's a multi-talented y'all. She is interested in fashion and filmmaking, and she has such a unique way for writing music. I was reading an article, and she describes it as visual sounds, where she imagines the mood that she wants to create and begins writing lyrics based on the scenario that she thought about, which I think is awesome because you create the perfect mood every time. And the intention of who's within the scene just makes the lyrics much more stronger. 
The song Feeling Ways is from the EP Orange, spelled O-R-N-G, and released on May 22nd, 2020. When I first heard the song, I definitely thought it would be a great club anthem. Everybody fist bumping their hands in the air on the dance floor. It also gave me like a very haunting electronica vibe, but also that strong foundation of that upbeat tempo. It is just undeniable that it will get you moving. Colors described it as a dreamlike extraterrestrial vibe as well. And could you guys imagine a bunch of aliens fist bumping their hands up in the air to the song? What a vibe. What a vibe. With Mia's soulful and longing voice and that upbeat tempo that we hear from the song, it's such a big juxtaposition, but I think it just adds to the overall haunting and unsettlingness of the song that makes it so beautiful and so unique for the listener to experience. And it's not just only within the beat and how her vocal range is, but within the lyrics as well and how she presents it. In the chorus, feeling ways as it goes on progressively gets louder and louder. And as the chorus lyrics just creep up on the listener and enters into your self-consciousness it adds to that eerie feeling of the overall song and that's what I love about Mia how she is able to creatively use her voice to invoke so much meaning and feelings for the listener the lyrics are also a reflection of what's going on within the mind when thoughts creep up on you and then you start to feel the emotions that the thoughts brings it could end up from a small amount of energy to something big that totally disturbs the way you think how you act and how you live within the space and the body that you're in this is something that we're all very very familiar with and it's the act of becoming self-conscious so what does being self-conscious look like feel like breathe like see like well my mother gave me a really good metaphor and she related it to a dream that she had recently where she was standing in dirtied settled water and that relates to when your thoughts aren't moving and you're stuck in the situation panicking about how you look and how you are being perceived to others but once that water starts moving starts filtering out once your thoughts the negative thoughts that keeps you stuck makes you feel self-conscious starts moving and it's replaced by things that are positive and that don't involve you at the center of it, that's when the clear water comes and we can start moving and progressing. At these moments, your brain is pumped on adrenaline and you can only focus on yourself in the situation. And even though you're focusing on yourself, you've basically locked yourself away in your head because you can't pinpoint any other things that's going on. From personal experience, this is when I become Become the most klutzy. Growing up, I'm very self-conscious, and when I'm very nervous about something that I'm doing, I tend to focus on what could go wrong, what could I do wrong, where things actually go wrong because I'm not clearly in the space and present in the space that I'm in. You're stuck in your head and you can feel an array of emotions ranging from guilt, shame, pride, or embarrassment. When you lock yourself away and throw away the key, 
you will block yourself from interaction. When I became very self-conscious and nervous in the situations, I wouldn't have proper interaction with other people. You know, I will stick to myself because at this point, all of my energy has been directed into ways I can self-sabotage. You bring yourself to incapacity. In the book Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield, he talks about and distinguishes the difference between a professional versus an amateur. And he gives a guide to creatives on how to take their passion seriously. And one of the main differentiators that was between a professional and an amateur is an amateur loves incapacity because it gives them a reason not to move, not to act willingly on their dreams. In the song, Mia Blue says, and I'll refuse to fall again. To really to stop falling again means to stop self-consciousness because that leads to the biggest regret of all. Passion without works will always equal regret and put you in a worse headspace than drowning yourself in your own thoughts. Which again agrees with Mia Blue's lyrics when she says, Distance and broken pleas, that's what's keeping me from you. After you have hurt yourself in the ring multiple times with beating her up, beating yourself up with self-conscious thoughts, having that regret of not acting and that place of incapacity just takes that love you had previously of wanting to stay in your safe zone because once again you are not in love with um, feeling self-conscious but the excuse to not move to not to act on your dreams and your passions we're always figuring out ways to not do stuff okay I'm the queen of that However, beating incapacity and self-consciousness is something that is no easy feat. There are many entertainers today who have been in the business for a very long time still feel such emotions every time that they have an event that's about to occur. Plus, there's also many different factors that are involved with self-consciousness and the degree at which we feel it at such as gender. In the study, gender differences in self-conscious emotional experience, there was a larger amount in body shaming and body image issues found in women when compared to men. So when you try to get over self-consciousness and to defeat incapacity, you shouldn't go too hard on yourself. First, everybody experiences this. They feel that same self-conscious egotistical where they put themselves in the main highlight of what possible things could go wrong and what could be going wrong with them on the outside and how people perceive them and there's many factors that play into this that we have been taught socially over a long period of time that's been reinforced so when you finally come to a time where you want to get over this you have to give yourself the space to fail and to learn and to get up and keep on encouraging yourself to know that you won't get overturned by the thoughts of being a failure and know that it's part of the process and then you can succeed and to be self-aware isn't always a bad thing that's just learning the reasons on why you think and feel a certain way and that just relates to being my 
insightful and mindfulness in general. Having that clear perception on your personality, including your strengths, your weaknesses, and your thoughts allows you to properly evaluate things that are negative towards you and things that helps you grow as a person. So once again, you're not overcome by those self-conscious thoughts. Let's enjoy the one body that God gave us. It's so much better to be experiencing life to the fullest than to be locked away in our head, consumed by self-conscious thoughts. There are just so much other opportunities and better feelings we can experience and accept in our lives that overall makes us a better person and we can properly evaluate ourselves to be the best person we can Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you everyone for listening to the 22nd podcast of Alternative Talks. Once again and always, I was your host, Selecta Sarah. And once again and always, it was just such a pleasure on speaking behind the mic to you guys. I feel so sorry of pushing out things so late when it's usually on Thursdays. I think it's better for my schedule if I continue on those days as well. So please look forward to hearing my voice more on those dates. And once again, thank you guys for listening. Have an amazing day. Bye.